The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 10th chapter. Jesus taught them, A disciple is not above the teacher nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered and and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than the sparrows. Everyone... Therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace unto the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. But those who lose their life for my sake will find it. The Gospel of the Lord. Here in these verses, do not think that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I've not come to bring peace but a sword, for I've come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's own household. What in the world? You know, I like my dad. I, I have a wonderful dad. Happy Father's Day. What in the world is Jesus saying here? The fourth commandment given by God to Moses is honor your father and your mother. And Martin Luther's explanation in the small catechism is we are to fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and others in authority, but respect, obey, love, and serve them. So it appears Jesus is telling us to go disobey the commandments of God to turn against our own kin and willingly break up families. What in the world is Jesus saying? Now, there are several ways of reading the Bible. Um, One way is reading the Bible as instructions of what to do, what is right behavior and proper attitude. But another is reading the Bible as description of what is true, an honest look at sin and God redeeming acts. Jesus is not giving instructions here. He's just describing reality. What Jesus is saying in this gospel reading is not meant to be instructions on what to do, but is a description of what is true. Jesus is laying out the facts 
that following Jesus, being godly people seeking justice, will lead to division. That trying to change things for the better will lead to conflict. Jesus came to redeem, to change this world and change the way things are, to, to make things right, and that there will be resistance to change. And so Jesus is describing in these verses the reality that familiar habits and traditions will resist change, that comforts and privileges are hard to give up, that family ties and loyalties will pressure members to preserve the family even if those family ways are harmful. To make sense of this gospel reading, it is necessary to note who Jesus is talking to, who is the audience. And this audience is those Christians who have chosen to follow Jesus. And because they have chosen to follow Jesus, to live the Jesus way, they have been thrown out of their families, cast out by their parents who demand family loyalty above God. Jesus is speaking to those who have been abandoned by family, who have nowhere to go, who have no protection or support from family, who, who are on the streets with nothing. In the time of Jesus, to be without family was to be a nobody, no name, no identity, having no access to help in time of need. To be without family, to have no say in, was to have no say in society. To be without family was to not be recognized or given a chance to have no place and belong nowhere, to have no home or shelter. Widows were such people. Orphans were such people. Lepers and beggars were such people. Foreigners were such people. No name, no one to defend no one to help, no chance, no wealth. They were pushed aside, ignored, and left vulnerable. But Jesus is promising an alternative family. The church is family for those who don't have any support from kin. These verses of the Gospel of Matthew are not meant for us comfortable Christians who have most things going well. These verses of Matthew are meant for those followers of Jesus who strive to live faithfully and, 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 and to live honorably and because of it are rejected by their own father and mother. One of my favorite gospel hymns, Stand By Me, is a prayer for such people. It is a prayer directly to God, pleading for God to be anchor in life when all else is felt falling. Stand By Me was written from direct experience of having nothing left, having the evils of the world descend and, and nowhere else to turn. Charles Albert Tinley, the songwriter, was born in 1851. His father was a slave and his mother was free, but his mother died when he was very young and so he was taken in by his mother's sister in order to, keep, in order to allow him to keep his freedom. 
In his book of sermons, he speaks of being hired out as a young boy wherever father could place me. In other words, a victim of child labor in the time when the economics of slavery were not easily given up. Tinley was largely self-taught throughout his lifetime. He learned to read mostly on his own. He took correspondence courses toward becoming a, a Methodist minister. Tinley was known for being a captivating preacher and for taking an active role in the, in the betterment of people in his community. Now in the time following the Civil War, in a time of restoration and Jim Crow, um, reconstruction and Jim Crow, in the time of violence and lynchings and rape of African Americans, Charles Tinley wrote, when the storms of life are raging, it is a prayer for strength to endure. It is a prayer for hope when all is aflame. It is a prayer to survive. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea, thou who rulest wind and wave, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. When the hosts of hell assail and, and my strength begins to fail, thou who never lost the battle, stand by me. When I'm growing old and feeble, stand by me. When my life becomes a burden and I'm nearing chilly Jordan, O thou lily of the valley, stand by me. When the world has gone off its rails and give anchor in these shifting times, when my voice is ignored, my wisdom dismissed, my face unseen, thou who knowest all about me, stand by me. And may the one who never lost the battle, who rulest wind and water, stand with you now and always. Amen.